Hello, good day and kumusta? Welcome to this podcast where I am hoping to discuss with you some of the signs and symptoms. Today we will like to focus, I would like to focus on um, disturbances of consciousness. It is helpful for you to understand the terminologies so that when you start writing these things down in your notes, you will be able to describe it much better. Okay, so consciousness is also considered the state of awareness. Apperception, it's A-P-P-E-R-C-E-P-T-I-O-N, apperception, is a perception modified by one's own emotions and thoughts. Okay, so this is a perception that is influenced by their emotion and thoughts. So, for example, when somebody is panicking and all of a sudden things just get numb on part of their body, then that is having apperception because there is an element where their emotion is influencing what they are feeling. Sensorium is the state of cognitive functioning of the special senses. Now, this is sometimes used as a synonym to consciousness. So, sensorium and consciousness are used synonymously with one another. So, when we are going to be talking about disturbances in consciousness, and these are mostly associated with brain pathology. So, when somebody becomes unconscious or there's a disturbance with consciousness, you would typically find this in head injury patients, you would typically find this in critical care, obviously with trauma. You know, as soon as somebody goes into a traumatic experience, physical or emotional on the severe type, levels of consciousness will be impaired. So we're going to talk about some of the signs and symptoms. The first one is a symptom called disorientation. So this is very straightforward. So it means a disturbance of orientation in time, place, and person. What's interesting here is for you to remember orientation. Orient is the east. Disorientation, this is without orientation. So you you get you lost your way. And you lost your way when you lost your uh your uh orientation to to time, you don't know what time it is, the place and the person as well. So Orient is back in the days where people always navigate and they always use East. So this orientation, that's a a the the a simple and very common uh, disturbance of consciousness. The next one is called clouding of consciousness. Yeah, so clouding of consciousness, and by definition, it is an incomplete clear-mindedness with disturbance in perception and attributes. Oh, I'm sorry. Disturbance in perception and attitudes. So let me read that again. Clouding of consciousness is incomplete clear-mindedness with disturbance in perception and attitude. So when somebody is clearly recovering from surgery, they have this clouding of consciousness. So that is the definition for that. Okay. Stupor. 
okay lack of reaction to and unawareness of the surroundings so stuporous so they don't have an awareness of what's happening wow that's really interesting because most of the time people when you can see them in 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 critical care they are awake but they just don't have any awareness of what's happening in the environment the fourth one is delirium okay so delirium by definition delirium is uh, here a person is bewildered restless confused disorientated and has a disorientated reaction uh, with uh, association of fear and hallucination so that is the definition of delirium okay next time next one is coma which is stand which means a profound degree of unconsciousness okay so most of the time people in critical care they are induced coma and there is a profound degree of unconsciousness then the next thing once a person so usually uh, a person who is induced in coma you they are provided with some uh, some level of sedation so a different type of sedation which we will discuss at some point um, the next thing is after the sedation's been taken off say for example uh, clonidine's been taken off or or propofol has been taken off the next stage is be a person would be in a state called coma vigil yeah coma vigil in which the patient appears to be asleep but they're ready to be aroused and this is also known as akinetic mutism akinetic mutism okay but if you use the word akinetic mutism in your documentation that will be you know that will get you to get the doctors to scramble to google and just to find out what that means but it is technically coma vigil okay twilight state just like a movie isn't it so another another signs and symptoms or a disturbance of consciousness is called twilight state it's disturbed consciousness with hallucinations so somebody is on a twilight state so uh this is what you would call we would be associated with this is we would associate this with this thing called sundowning technically it's true isn't it sundowning twilight state somebody has disturbed consciousness and but there are some hallucinations that's taking place the eighth one is called a dreamlike state so this is often used in uh, uh, as a synonym for complex pa partial seizure or psychomotor epilepsy so somebody is like on a dreamlike state you know, they you you see a person they're awake they're almost bewildered but they're nothing they're like somewhere they're on a dreamlike state and it is associated with uh, a partial uh, a complex partial seizure or psychomotor epilepsy because this is this is what they would be like but again it's all transferable isn't it so dreamlike state is almost like a twilight state but they're also in the coma vigil state okay and then last is uh, somnolence which is a person has abnormal drowsiness okay so those are the these are there are nine just to recap and i'm just going to read the list very uh quickly uh so the nine disturbance of consciousness are number one disorientation number two 
clouding of consciousness. Number three, stupor. Number four, delirium. Number five, coma. Number six, coma vigil. Number seven, twilight state. Number eight, dreamlike state. And lastly, somnolence. Okay, guys. So those are some of the problems and signs and symptoms that involves consciousness. So that is actually part one in the disturbance of consciousness. So you have disturbance of consciousness. The second disturbance of consciousness uh, would be a disturbance of attention. Okay. So attention is the amount of effort exerted in focusing on certain proportions of an experience. The ability to sustain a focus on one activity or the ability to concentrate. So we've got a few terminologies for, for uh, disturbances in attention. One is distractibility. Distractibility is the inability to concentrate attention. Okay. So, or, um, so it is an attention drawn to unimportant or irrelevant external stimuli. So that is distractibility. The second problem with uh, disturbance with attention is selective attention. So a person is blocking out only those things that generate anxiety. The third one is hypervigilance. There is an excessive attention and focus on all internal and external stimuli, usually secondary to delusional or paranoid states. And lastly, trance. Here, there is a focused attention and altered consciousness. Usually, this is seen during hypnosis or dissociative disorders and ecstatic religious experiences okay so you have these four things distractibility yes a persons they cannot attend they're very distractible but for example this is particular with with psychological problems and psychosocial dysfunction or psychiatric conditions if you start talking about selective uh, inattention is everything is good everything seems normal and then all of if the person has traumatic experience say for example with work uh, all of a sudden they just block these things out you know in uh, information topics and discussions that involves uh, the the stressors are blocked out by the individual hypervigilance this is where everything the person just feels everything uh, around or internal both external and internal so it's like oh what's wrong with my knee I can feel something it's throbbing uh, or I can I can hear voices out there is everything okay so there's really hypervigilance everything this is that's hypervigilance is uh, one form of distractibility isn't it but you're just describing distractibility okay and trance is trance you've even got music for that Okay, the last uh, section on the disturbance of consciousness is called a disturbance in suggestibility. Here, uh, compliant and uncritical response to an idea or influence. So whether a person is suggestible or not. So there's two terminologies. You have folie a deux or, or folie a trois. Okay, so it's communicated emotional illness between two 
or three persons fully a Jew. Now that's why people are saying that people living together is uh you know you it's it's quite infectious to have mental problems sometimes and this was the the, the theory behind it because when a person lives with one another you take you get to associate some of the behaviors and beliefs of the other individual and then all of a sudden you would have similar symptoms so it's very suggestible there's two people on that side then the the second one in terms of disturbance in suggestibility is hypnosis so this is artificially in, induced um, a modification of conscious consciousness characterized by a heightened suggestibility so hypnosis okay so just a recap guys so disturbance of consciousness or the state of awareness you have three uh, main areas to look out for one is the actual disturbance of consciousness in which there are nine problems like the somnolence the dreamlike state coma vigil the delirium you also can describe the second one is the disturbance or in terms of attention uh, which would be distractibility, selective inattention. Uh, you can have hypervigilance and then the trance. And then lastly, you can have a disturbance in suggestibility. Now, in our practice, in uh, because it's not a mental health, then disturbance of suggestibility is has, has very little influence or, on what we are doing. But most of the time, we would come across with the disturbances of consciousness and disturbance of attention. I really just think that it is very helpful as and for a clinician to understand these symptoms. Because when you understand the symptoms, you're able to treat it much better. Thank you guys. I hope you learned a little bit from this short discussion. Until next time, bye!